More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today it's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. It is Friday, y'all. Good morning. Happy Friday. Hey, it's Furry Fridays, too. Yeah, we teamed up with Muttville Rescue. Muttville Senior Dog Rescue. Senior Dog's choice because most of the time they just want a place to chill. They're not high maintenance like puppies are. Senior Dogs are great. So make sure you check out all the animals we have for, for adoption today on the Marcus and Corey Instagram uh, we're going to keep you up to date with a bunch of stuff, and we got a bunch of stuff to give away. Going to keep you posted on that as well. Thanks for having us on. It's Star 1013. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. Weird story out of Philadelphia. Really weird. This is uh, a woman had her house broken into, posted the what I guess would be the security footage online. Have you seen this man? And then the burglar commented an apology. Do we think this really is the burglar? <laughs> I mean, that's what she thinks. She's after she posted the video on Facebook, somebody commented claiming that he was the criminal. Oh my God. <laughs> and he apologized. Well, that's nice of him to apologize. Can I get my credit cards back? Well, his, so here's what happened. She was out walking the dogs. Uh huh. And I, this is one of those things that makes me crazy because I guarantee you her front door was unlocked. Uh, that, we're guilty of it when we go walk the dogs. Not well, necessarily anymore. I mean,. <sighs> People in my neighborhood do the same thing. You see it on next door. Oh, this happened. Somebody took my laptop out of my front seat. Oh, somebody. But you left the garage door open. You left the front door unlocked. You left something in People your car. People leave their cars unlocked. People, uh, you know, even if they leave their laptops in plain sight. I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like that's on you. Yeah, that person that was complaining the other day that they had their camera equipment had stolen in their car. $30,000. You're in like a super touristy area and you left it in your car. At any rate, he posted several comments asking for forgiveness. This is my favorite quote from this whole thing. He said he went into the wrong house, but he still grabbed about five grand worth of stuff on the way out. He grabbed, I don't know who this lady is, he grabbed a couple of handbags full of credit cards in seconds. That stinks. And that means definitively that she left the door unlocked. Yeah. She was gone for just a couple of minutes. So maybe this is a PSA on some level. I lock don't know. Lock your doors. Always lock your doors. You never know. I thought they would have found this guy, but nothing yet. Just really strange. Anyway, it's Star 1013. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today it's Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. A little something for the workplace. Good morning. Uh, this is gonna make me feel old, isn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle these off, and then you tell me if you're triggered or not. Okay. Okay. These are things that millennials and Gen Z workers say are the most annoying work habits of boomers. Am I technically a boomer? What's a boomer? Well, th- that's the thing. Is currently there, it's being used incorrectly. A boomer, technically, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but this is like the generation of babies that were born after World War II and before a certain point. Because those of us, like I'm 1973, I'm considered Gen X. I'm Gen X. I believe you are as well. But they they classify us all as boomers. Okay. So, sure. Great. So, here are things that we're doing as quote-unquote boomers that is irritating millennials and Gen Z workers. Uh, Asking technology questions that you could easily Google. You know why we're asking you? About technology questions? Tell me. Because you grew up with this technology. You can explain it to us quicker than me Googling it. That's right. Because when I Google it, now I have to understand what is being presented to me. Exactly. Right? Uh, Here's another one. Why do they have to print everything? We don't print everything. I print some things because I have to look at my laptop for the traffic, and then I have to look at a piece of paper for my sponsors. I just don't want to flip tabs. You know? 
Sometimes it, it's nice to have a piece of paper in front of you. Tactile can be good. Yeah. Uh, why does everything have to be a formal meeting? They love creating stale environments. I'm kind of with them on these meetings. Nobody likes a meeting. No, if it can Literally be done in a no phone one. call or an email, there's no reason to have a meeting. No, no. Could have been a phone call. Could have been an email, to your point. Yeah. Um, they use calls because, quote, it's easier to explain over the phone. No, you're just too lazy to type it out, so now I have to dictate the request, and then there's no paper trail. If there's an error, they can blame you. Okay, two things here. A phone call can be easier yes. to explain, so we don't have to go back and forth in Slack or whatever else you're using. But then when you need somebody to be accountable for something official, now you drop it on an email, okay? Right. Gen Zer. Millennial. The, the text could be, that, that could be something you made up. That might not even be real evidence. You could have typed that in later. Correct. But a phone call, like I'm going to type everything out. I'm going to text you. I mean, granted, I don't like phone calls either. I rarely answer my phone. I love phone calls. But, oh God. I'm chatty though. Oh God. But, you know, if it's something like, I'm calling you to say, hey, I'm outside. That yeah. took less time than me typing it and hitting send. Correct. But if it's something that needs to be explained, and I know you're going to have questions that will in turn trigger questions for me, which will then, then a phone conversation can be a lot quicker or a, or a conversation in the hallway. And to that point, something else that aggravates millennials and Gen Z workers about what they call boomers. Uh, so many boomers believe that we work better in the office and we just don't. I disagree. I disagree. I think when you're in the office, you have a different mentality. You have accountability. You think you're killing it on a Friday at one in the afternoon? No. No, because there's an entirely other article about what people working from home are actually doing. Yes. They're doing the hibbity-dibbity. They're, they're doing, going shopping. In between working, they're shopping, they're watching TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. One in seven. Yes. One in seven people working from home, and they log so. in just three to four hours a day. So don't tell me that you're doing the exact same work at home in your PJs that you would at work. Yeah. I agree with a couple God, of these. sound like a boomer. Yeah, we do. We're boomers. Anyways. Dang. There you go. It's Star 1013. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. Star 1013. It's Marcus and Corey. Y'all know what time it is. This is Second Date Update. Here we go. Your favorite. Mm -hmm. We uh, talked to someone who went on a first date, and they really had a great time, wanted to see the person again. And then they go, so we try to figure out why. Darwin's on the phone. Darwin, you there? I am here. How you doing? Excellent. Good. How are you? I'm 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 pretty good, you know. I'd be a little better if I knew what was going on with this girl Hannah. But uh, aside from that, I'm I'm doing it's well. It's always a weird question because somebody's calling us in crisis, and I'm sitting here like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm, yeah, uh, emotionally <laughs> devastated, room. but other than that, ostracized. But past that, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Well, I'm not devastated yet. I, I I'm curious to hear what what happens with this. Maybe sure. maybe you can ask me again after the end of the call. Sure. So let's talk about how you guys met, and then tell me about the first date. Yeah, so we um, met on this, this this thing called Hinge. You've sure. probably never heard of it. Oh, no, we've um, heard of it. Oh, yeah. we're good. No, it was, that was a, a bad joke. Uh, but oh, I it, see. Uh, yeah, so oh. we, <laughs> we, uh, maybe that's why she Maybe it was his humor, you guys. Anymore. Maybe it was his humor. Yeah, pinpointing yeah, yeah. what happened. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder here. Um, but, yeah, no, we ended up hooking up for some drinks in San Jose. It was like this, uh, this is a really cool wine bar, you know, we we're both into wine and so um that was like the first thing that we were kind of chatting about on the app and i was like oh cool you know you're not just like good looking you also have good taste we went to one of those places that has like like the small plates like uh like almost like tapas or something and 
the conversation was really good. And um, there were a couple of comments that made me think like, wow, I can't wait for the second date like this. You know, she seems really into me. And aside from my uh, my questionable sense of humor, uh, I thought, <laughs> you know, it was a no brainer. Sure. Uh, but then since then, she kind of just ghosted me. You know, like we had a hug at the end of the date. There wasn't like a, we didn't like make out or anything. But, right. you know, I was feeling pretty good about it. Side it, it, hug uh, or front it, hug? Uh, a side, what's a side, side hug? You side hug where someone kind of puts one arm around you and kind of like... It's very non-committal. It's very oh, non-committal. Yeah, no, I think there was a full two-arm extravaganza. Hug, a huggy hug. A huggy yeah, hug. Hugs, he got a huggy hug. I don't know if it's a huggy extravaganza. It was a, we'll call it a huggy hug. I think that's a rapper. <laughs> that would be Lil Hug. Oh. <laughs> if it's not, now I, I, I know my possibility for next career. <laughs> All right, well... We're going to call her, and we're going to see what she thought of the date. We'll have you on mute. You know how it goes. Can you hold out for a song? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let's regroup. Let's call Hannah next. It's a second date update on Star 101.3. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today it's Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey. We're in the middle of second date update. We've been chatting with uh, Darwin on and off the air. He met Hannah on Hinge, and then they just went for... Wine and small plates in San Jose. That sounds dreamy. It sounds delightful. By the way, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, I want to go to San Pedro Square immediately. Uh, anyway. Okay. So, Darwin, you still there? I'm still here, yeah. Okay. She's ghosted since. Is that right? She's not answering texts. I even tried calling. I know you aren't supposed to call. Right. But I even tried calling her. <laughs> okay. Nothing. Let's, Is that written somewhere? What's that? Don't call. Never, ever call. Because nobody picks up, you know? I don't know. That's a whole other. That's a whole. That's other a whole other thing. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna call her and see how she thought the date went. Hang on one sec, bud. Oh, go ahead and mute. Go ahead and mute. Oh yeah, mute now. Here we go. Hello. Hi, may I speak with Hannah, please? Uh, this is she. Hi, Hannah. It's Marcus and Corey from Star One One Three. Good morning, Hannah. Uh, good morning. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. How How are you? Good. We're good. We're doing our show. Do you listen to our show? I do, yeah. Excellent. Is, are you familiar with Second Date Update? It's a thing. Yeah, I, it's definitely it's a, a thing. thing. I figured it was, uh, yeah. So you want to be on it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Asking I have for a, a friend, like as you about. know. So if you're familiar yeah. with your second date update, then you know that the person that's calling about you is on the phone. Right. Yeah. So go ahead and unmute Dar there. Darwin, you there? I'm here. She knows hey. you're Hey, sweet. How Hi, are you, Hannah? <laughs> Doing all right. So cool. Darwin would love to take you out again. He is feeling ghosted. Yeah. If I'm being honest. So... <sighs> Where are we at? Can we get a second date? Was how how was the date from yeah, your perspective, like did something Hannah? Happen? Uh yeah, the date it was good. Yeah, I he was very nice, but the problem that I had with it was that he didn't look anything like his photos uh, on Hinge and when I met him in person, like it just seemed like the photos were at least 5 years old. It was a little uncomfortable for me, you know, like, there's pictures of him with short hair when he, like, worked out. And when I met him, he, he just, you know, had long hair and wasn't, yeah, you know, 
ripped like he maybe in the pandemic yeah i don't know maybe like 20 30 pounds okay Uh, so but i mean that's not as much of a problem as him just having such old pictures and it it felt like a lie okay darwin here we are darwin how old are your photos uh sorry i just uh wow uh that's (laughs) that that was not what i was expecting um yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 uh, I guess the yeah, the pictures are maybe like three years old or something. I don't know. Like, they're not that old. Maybe I, I, I put on some some weight, but everybody did too. It was a, it was a crazy time. I mean, we were all there, right? Yeah, I understand, but it's like three years or five years. It just didn't look like you. You know, like you didn't look anything like the pictures, and so I was just taken yeah, okay, off. Okay, so I, I left. I let my hair grow out a little. I put on a couple of pounds. I don't know why that matters. We had a really good time, right? I mean, we were laughing. We were, you know, it seemed like we were really vibing together. And I just think judging someone based on on their profile pictures is, uh, you know. That's the whole point of online dating is that, like, you're, you're looking for what you want. And the pictures are part of that. You seem like a different person than the person in the pictures. Do I even ask about a second date? Hannah, I mean, it's, I know that you want to be attracted to what you want to be attracted to, but does his personality not shine through enough? Um, His personality was fine, except for the fact that I felt like I was being lied to or sold something different or like, I just, I, I, no second date for me. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. Star 1013, it's Marcus and Corey. Good morning. Hello. The ultimate act of passive aggressiveness. There is a dad in Belgium who was feeling unappreciated by his family, so he faked his own death. This is terrible. (laughs) This is terrible to do to your family. His name's David. He's from Belgium, and he just wanted to teach everybody a lesson. He's only 45. He looks 65, but that's neither here nor there. And do you know that his wife and his kids helped him? They helped him with the stunt? They helped him with this stunt, yeah. So this was for extended family. This is for friends and family. <sighs> Why are you enabling something like this? I don't Did they know. they think it was hilarious? Because what happened was, is the people who were mourning, a helicopter flew down to the side of the funeral, and he got off the helicopter. Well, at least his wife was in on it, I guess. You well, can... it would be terrible to do to your children. Well, well the kids were in on it, too. So at least, yeah. the, okay... I don't dislike him quite as much. I thought he, I thought, I thought he didn't like he did his wife one over too. You know what I mean? So the reason he did this, he says he wasn't a fan of how he's being treated by some of his friends and family. Nope. And he was mad that he wasn't getting invited to anything, and nobody sees him. Nobody sees me. Maybe because you're a d bag. <laughs> you're not gonna. I'm not gonna be friends with you if you fake your death and invite me to your funeral. There are better ways to do this. This is awful. Um. You know what, though? Now that I know his immediate family wasn't in on it, I'm not as... Why am I not as mad? Because you know that's terribly cruel to do to your children. (laughs) If he did it to everybody, wife, kids, and everybody, now I don't like him. The point is, he says, don't wait until someone's dead to show them that they're important. Right. But here's something you should know. Only half of his family showed up. There's something else about him that nobody likes. Something's going on. I don't... You know, there's a reason people don't want to hang out with you. I think that's... So what happened was, so to Corey's point... They were they were mourning him, and then he rolled in on a helicopter. What if the helicopter had crashed on his way into the? That would be. What is that? What's that called? Karma? Is that karma? Irony? Coincidence? 
I can't ever keep them straight. It's, it's all of the above. At any rate, he took it over the top. That's too much. Star 1013. Good news is powered by Shreven Company, luxury timepieces, fine designers, and flawless diamonds. Corey kicks us off. This is a story that takes us to Long Island involving a 12-year-old being hailed as a hero for rescuing a baby deer. He basically saw Bambi fall into his backyard pool. Yeah, Anthony was at home Mm -hmm. when his dad called him over to the window to see a fawn that was walking through the backyard. Well, the little deer fell into the pool. So Anthony runs out there and tries to get the baby deer out of the pool. He does manage to get it out. Right. And then it stumbles back in the water, so he had to rescue it again. He was so cute when he's on the news. He's like, I knew that if that thing went in the deep water, I was going to have to go in the water. That's so, me doing my long, my long guy. That's really good. Thanks. So, um, Doesn't sound like a 12-year-old, guaranteed. Not at all. <laughs> the fawn takes a second to get its land legs back and then goes off to the woods. And he was really worried. He's like, you know, did she find her way back? Did she find her mom? It turns out they got their answer the next day. They saw the doe and her fawn together in the woods behind their house. I just love animals. I wasn't trying to show off in front of my friends. He's not an old guy who works at a pawn shop. <laughs> it's a 12-year-old kid. Good job, bro. Nice work. Strong work. That's good news. It's Star 101.3. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey. It is time to play What You Know About That. Say hi to our contestants, Melina in Albany, who just admitted to us she just woke up. And And that's okay. Dude, she's about to do a trivia contest. Are you sure you're up for this? You know, I'm 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 slapping my face to wake up. Okay. (laughs) A A couple jumping jacks, some cold water in the face. Here we go. Yeah. Because your opponent sounds ready. Lisa is in Fremont. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. What's going on for you this morning? You're, you're on your way to work? Yes, I'm a special ed teacher in Fremont. Okay. You know what? Bless you for that. I love it. It's fun. We love our little... Hey, you guys, uh, the game is super simple. Five trivia questions, 50 seconds to answer them all. Each person going to be asked separately. Whoever gets the most right answers wins. If you don't know an answer, yell out pass. We'll come back to the question if we have time, okay? I'm going to encourage everybody to uh, play along at home or in the car or work, wherever you are, and here we go. We're going to put Lisa on Holden Fremont, and we'll start with Melina and Albany. Including the cue ball, how many balls are used on a pool table? Uh, pass. In the movie Back to the Future, what decade does Marty McFly travel back to? Uh, the 50s. Who wrote the book Pet Cemetery? Stephen King. What is the term for a word that is the same spelled backwards and forwards? Uh, anagram. Okay, and what city is the show Sex and the City based in? New York. Go back to the one you passed on, including the cue ball. How many balls are used on a pool table? Uh, 16 total. Okay. Somebody was working the Alexa with their left hand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Nice job. Melina goes on hold in Albany. We'll go to Lisa in Fremont. Five questions, 50 seconds. Are you ready to go? I hope so, yep. Including the cue ball, how many balls are used on a pool table? 11. In the movie Back to the Future, what decade does Marty McFly travel back to? 85. Who wrote the book Pet Cemetery? Stephen King. 
What is the term for a word that is the same spelled backwards and forwards? Oh, pass. What city is the show Sex and the City based in? New York. And going back to what is the term for a word that is spelled the same backwards and forwards? Oh, I can't remember it. I, I'm going to say synonym, but it's not that. Synonym. All right, hang on one sec. Don't move. We'll bring Melina back in Albany. See how she did against Lisa in Fremont. First question, including the cue ball, how many balls are used on a pool table? I owned a pool table. Could not have answered this question. Me too. Me I too. No Isn't that crazy? Uh, the answer is 16. Yeah. Melina got that. Okay. Lisa said 11. Oh, so job. one point for Melina. Melina's on the board. In the movie Back to the Future, what decade does Marty McFly travel back to? I can tell you what oh, year. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. It was 1955. So the decade was the 50s. And Melina said 50s. Lisa said 85. So points for Melina. To your credit, Lisa, like that's the year they started in. Yes. Yeah. Yep, so, yep, you yep. know. So he technically did fly back to 85. Eventually. <laughs> Next question. Who wrote the book Pet Cemetery? That would be Stephen King. Both yep. Melina and Lisa said Stephen King. Points for both. Boom. And what is the term for a word that is the same spelled backwards and forwards? Palindrome. Mm -hmm. Palindrome is oh, the word. I did not think of that word. Melina said anagram. Lisa said synonym. 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 She said synonym. No points. What city is the show Sex in the City based in? New York City, of course. Of course. Both Melina and Lisa said New York City. Four for Melina, two for Lisa. Melina is our winner. Nice work. Thank well you. Done, so excited. More variety from the 2000s, the 90s, and today. It's Star 101.3. It's Marcus and Corey. Uh, we're about to get out of here, but remember, it's free Fridays. Yeah, be sure to check out our Instagram page because we've got all the cuties from Muttville Senior Dog Rescue up there. The best. So cute. They need forever homes. Uh -huh, I see what you did there. Uh -huh. So check out the pictures and adoption info. All right. Uh, Letty's on the way next. Have a great weekend. And we will talk to you Monday. Bye.